listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Time and time again, I'll be thinking about that future. Back in the day when we were slaves, I bet we were some cool ass niggas. Now we vulture stay up, send my nigga back out to make his ass black out or even pull that fucking head to make his whole poo believers. You harder than a bitch full of dicks. But that, see, that don't sound like clean shit to me. <laughs> shit ain't right. See, now in the ghetto, or I should be singing Lakewood. You better be strapped because some niggas over there that just ain't good. <laughs> just being a hustler, serving loyal customers. Rent was due with the first of the month, so I'm hustling. I bought my 50 box of Phillies at the sicko, and the nigga be wanting drinks, shit from the fucking stove. Yo. <laughs> All right. Hey, who, welcome who to the black. This? I don't know. Uh, welcome to the Blackout Tips Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. We're in the house on uh, Monday. Mm-hmm. A sad, somber Super Bowl loss Monday. Yeah. So if uh, if you are black and Cam Newton lost yesterday, there will be an extra two weeks of winter. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> That's... We saw our shadows yesterday. <laughs> and it is what it is now the good news is um we are used to losing as black people so we'll be fine you know it was oh, we'll be fine i believe the all-time score uh of white people versus black people in, in the race war is um something like uh infinity to three so I, think <laughs> we got, I think we got russell wilson uh he counts for half uh doug williams um so that's two um and then we have obama so you know hey not bad no not bad you know what i'm saying it ain't bad you know so let's uh count our blessings what we can and of course um you know we all know who won the super bowl beyonce so (laughs) yeah you know we knew that was going in we knew that she would destroy and slay so she did um i mean it was a blowout uh Coldplay was just uh I ain't stand a chance. Yeah, you know, Coldplay needed some PEDs. <laughs> Cuz it really was, I mean, the Beyoncé show, everybody was just waiting for her to come out. Uh Bruno Mars showed up, and that was cool. That was cute. Like I felt like they needed um a mediator between going from the stark whiteness of Coldplay <laughs> to the stark blackness of Beyoncé and her black uh panthers um contingent of dancers yeah honey she she was so high five she was like fuck it i'm gonna i'm gonna stump on the field it was <laughs> like her performance was brought to you by afro sheen and chicken grease shea butter right it was brought to you by bad credit and baby <laughs> shoes because that motherfucking that shit was so black like anytime you see a performance and you already are like oh they they not gonna like this like oh, yeah. that's how it felt <laughs> like soon as she soon as she hit the field i said oh no oh no they not gonna like this Mm-mm. they don't she came with her militant outfit on <laughs> look she had the michael jackson um uh like homage joint mm-hmm. on but it's like a almost like a leotard type thing right and it had the, it looked like an x like malcolm x yeah and yeah. all her girls are dressed like Black Panthers. Oh, it was beautiful. I said, this is the blackest shit ever. Yeah, she she was she wasn't playing with y'all. She fired her whole management team before the fucking Super Bowl started. Oh, oh shit. Including her cousin. Oh. I don't know. I don't know what they did. I don't know what they did either. She was like, Look, I got criticized for that cold play. I feel all like I feel like one of them was just like, Beyonce, um, I'm not trying to 
be problematic but i feel like what you about to do might be a little too black and she said you know what everybody get out can i have the room and that would and that means everybody leaves you know what i mean yeah. and um, that she bought the room that also means that wherever she's at that room now belongs to her yeah she officially paid for everything in the room yeah she got a new management team and everything man they, they like they about to get black as fuck i guess they about to ride this black feminism wave all the way to the top and you know what i'm here for it i am here for it too uh i think uh that uh they was talking about in the chat and i didn't think about it uh at the end of the super bowl beyonce was like oh okay uh y'all didn't pay me to be here but you know what uh yeah i'm going on tour in a few days so i hope y'all went ahead and got y'all changed together mm-hmm. and then it wasn't just into the super bowl karen in the halftime right the formation tour was announced right like her halftime performance went happened which was supposed to be coldplay's performance yes and it ended with an announcement for her tour right nigga and then um they're talking about chat room so when you gonna drop that album beyonce because you're going on tour so i guarantee you it's an album coming if we you know i just please just be nice as you was with this time and don't drop it at like one or two in the morning look she gonna drop it when she feel like dropping it i know i know but one one good thing about so we got a partnership here one good thing about you i love it i trained you very very well two things are gonna happen either you gonna wake me up or you gonna download it all while i'm sleeping and i'm gonna have it in the morning either way i'm happy yeah well i'll make sure to take care of you you know gotta do what i gotta do but yeah because i will not be happy if it's going on and i ain't got it so i can't live to like, the album at work yeah uh her dancers <laughs> took a picture uh justice for mario woods um with the black fist in the air and she started her performance with the black power fist in the air i said hold up man by the way most impressive shit about all this she did all that shit in heels the panthers couldn't play right in cleats come on now she (laughs) went in there and danced in heels got on that stage almost fell at one point recovered before she could fall right she was like oh no won't be no fumbling here she hit the black power move on gravity even gravity was like i'm sorry beyonce i you yeah, got this my, my, my bad it didn't didn't mean to make you fuck up but you know how we do honey she bounced that shit off and kept that shit rolling like it was part of the routine man all them beautiful different shades of black women just like glowing on the field with them afros and the black berets and legs shining like pennies that you just got fresh from the bank like that shit was amazing picture's beautiful yes it was like honestly that was like uh other than the time where she just did the performance by herself you know i mean obviously destiny child got to be there for a second but you know what i mean Mm -hmm. other than the time it was just her and she used all the power in the um city um this was this was amazing like i yeah. I really was so I'm proud and happy and excited and yeah it was so fun and, and that, that's her mom in the middle ain't it uh yeah that's miss knows yeah and on top of that i bet you beyonce was like i don't care if you bitches ever invite me back to super bowl again i'm doing this performance yeah i mean obviously no more black people at the super bowl that's fine but mm-hmm. it was worth it i wasn't it though 
you know this will probably be our last time um getting to do yeah, something like this bruno mars from here on out y'all roger goodell was looking like can't take these motherfuckers anywhere Mm-mm. but i don't care man if mm. she had uh and then like it was so fun with the dance off between her and bruno mars that was fun you know and people was trying to say that he won it and stuff but then when she slapped that camera towards the audience i felt like she just took it all the way back so um but yeah it was amazing man she's such a star and so good at what she does and you know. so black so even if uh cam newton let us down we still got to see black excellence on the field um, we did although we did see some black excellence in that denver defense i mean them niggas was real <laughs> they was trill wasn't they For, man they was attacked they was getting through they was getting through the panthers offensive line like they were bernie sanders fans on twitter and somebody said you know every time bernie talks about uh supposed to talk about race he talks about the economy it felt like that like that's how they was on cam's ass and you can tell that somebody watched video because number 73 was the problem for the atlanta game and the reason why cam got sacked and every time cam got sacked it was number 73 yeah michael or couldn't i mean you know obviously he couldn't do what he needed to do for that game but it was also funny too because like one time i saw them sack cam and they said did you know sanders marshall martin luther king and i said god damn even here here, that's how they getting through even here they found out the one way you can't stop them you can't block that (laughs) i was trying to block them this morning they was getting around my blocks went to my phone they was still they was still talking bad about me they was like nope that's all all of those denver dudes are gonna vote for sanders and that makes them unblockable man (laughs) can't get through it um anyway this is the blackout tips you can find (laughs) us on itunes stitcher Podomatic, just search the blackout test leave us five star reviews and we'll come up um and uh when you leave the five star reviews if you if we like them we'll read them on the show on saturday why not if we don't like them we'll pretend it never happened yep All right. um the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport is bullet ball <coughs> and bullet ball extreme uh also shout out to my niece who uh played uh we went to go see her play basketball yesterday mm-hmm uh that, that was, was fun, fun trip um, it was a lot of fun yeah you know it was uh it was fun to watch uh little girls go out there and compete against each other now last week i hear she won mvp mm-hmm. this week you know she did score a couple buckets but she did not win mvp but she had fun playing and i did promise her i would teach her how to undercut people when she was ready for the lesson oh, uh Lord. so she's gonna get back to me on that and then uh <laughs> I'll teach her how to take these little girls' legs out, man. <laughs> Somebody got to do it. No. Well, one thing I enjoyed about play, about watching um, the little girls play mm-hmm. is several things. Some of them girls was out there literally balling, like 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 balling like the boys do. When I mean balling like the boys, do, they ball fearless. Like, they were just putting up shots. Fuck it. If it go in, it go in. If it don't, it don't. Like, they was out there like, I- I'm going to give. And their coach was excellent because – they be doing stuff and uh, because they're in the learning process. So the coach would be coming over there. He'd be like, hey, you, you know, if you do this, they don't call a foul during the game. <laughs> like, like yeah, was- well, what I liked about it was honestly just from the times that we watched them over the last year or so is how much more confident and fun everything's gotten for them. Yeah, and, so much more fun. You know, I think we socialize girls to not be competitive in the ways that boys are, or like aggressive. physically and well not just aggressive because it's like women can be aggressive in a certain light where it's okay like physical appearance 
um you know behavior like yep. certain shit we let women be competitive in quote unquote let yep. where we want to guide them into those areas but on sports is one of those areas where we a lot of times we try to act like it's the opposite of femininity and right to see those little girls especially become confident because the thing that mattered to me the most was watching them try and fail and try again because our society really punishes women for failure yes they do with this like you know this is like what the fuck were you even doing trying some shit you ain't had no business doing like it's very harsh on women's failures um so to see especially little girls not have to be perfect but to right. understand that the fun is in attempting to do the thing that you were scared to even try because i remember when i first watched them it's like everyone was scared to shoot they, they were scared to get the every, ball right, it was everyone hilarious. Was scared to play defense it's like right. well what if i shoot and it don't go in it's like little boys we don't really necessarily get that lesson the lesson is like no 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 you know you have to keep shooting that's just part of the game and hey maybe you'll make it be optimistic about your shit and right little girls are like be pessimistic don't try shit you don't know if you can do be quiet and sit still you know yeah, <laughs> like shut up and it's yeah. one of those things where uh in general we uh society uh caters women to uh boyfriends and marriage and and like your life is your child your life is your husband like your that don't that's a life goal versus being a, a doctor or a lawyer or a scientist and all that shit like that shit is secondary first get a family and it's like we're like you need to find out who you are before you get any of this shit but we kind of pressure them into that subconsciously a lot of times people don't even realize that's what they are kind of catering their little girls to to do because i remember uh, earlier when we, not this time, but when we watched her play during one of her previous seasons, it was one little girl. That little girl didn't belong there. That little girl was jacking up threes like a boss. And what was happening, she was barely missing them. But it didn't matter. She kept jacking them up. And I was like, that little girl don't belong here. Well, she moved up to the next level. Right. Because it was obvious it was time for her to go because she had already achieved that confidence and shit. Like, she needed to be working on on just, like, straight-up skills and balling against older girls that are right. – kind of in the same lane or just older kids in general you know right, like she could probably her. play with the boys but right. yeah it was it was um you know it was cool and the main thing i like too is that the pressure on the kids is just totally different i think um especially in like middle class lower middle class uh or like like really black communities sometimes we put so much pressure on kids to be good at sports mm-hmm. that it sucks the fun out and yep in general people take sports entirely too fucking seriously um it's one of the reasons i'm sure a lot of people get frustrated with me but it's also one of the reasons people like our sports show is because i it's not that fucking serious man Mm -hmm. like um people were very upset today about after the super bowl you know because people were rooting for cam and you know at the end of the the game they had like a press conference Mm -hmm. and um he left the press conference after giving like some world war answers to some questions because they lost and also because he happened to be like in the same room that they were giving the press conference at the same time for the defensive mvp i don't know why they would do that but right. you know and and that guy was obviously talking some trash and whatnot and it's you know which is fine i mean nobody's getting on that guy for talking shit he mm-hmm. won right um but people try to turn into this huge like 
Cam Newton left and da 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 and so you know like he doesn't care and and all this shit and uh he's not a real leader and he needs to grow up and shit and to which my response is a couple of things one he's a 26 year old dude right um he did the same thing a lot of quarterbacks have done at older ages uh such as Peyton Manning and Tom Brady right and and, and Peyton Manning didn't even go shake hands right. right he fucking left the field but but we just didn't make a big deal of it then right. and we're people are making a big deal of it now but in the aggregate it's not a, it's not a big deal like nope i'm not getting upset about it because literally in say a week two weeks nobody will care i remember when um lebron james didn't shake the orlando magic's hands when um he lost to dwight howard it was a huge deal for 48 hours and then it meant nothing It'll never be part of his legacy. It'll never come up again. Nobody's going to bring it up at his Hall of Fame induction. Right. It's meaningless at this point. Yes, sir. Um, Cam is, Cam's job is to win football games, and he'll make it meaningless sooner or later. Um, the thing that I thought was funny about it, and I ended up talking to a guy through, like, direct message today because he was on my thread on Facebook, kind of. And, and it wasn't just him. There's a few people being rude you know rude yeah being rude about the fact that people were like yeah i'm not holding it against cam and i understand right and there's a couple kind of guys i saw like first two guys i played ball with mike and lance they were like he's so rude and you you know this is sports and i'm a coach and you gotta do this and you gotta do that and you gotta be a leader and be a man listen i don't know what it is about facebook that make niggas forget that you know them in real life but i had to be like y'all are two of the worst sports i play basketball with both of y'all like it's all it's ironic to me that y'all would even begin to bring this up one of them i saw threaten to beat a dude up (laughs) over basketball you know and when we lose he never stops talking he walked on the court before he's stood in the middle of the court so the next game couldn't happen these are grown men these aren't this didn't happen 20 years ago these are grown men going on 40 if not 40 already right Mm -hmm. i'm like nigga this like last week you can't be serious you can't expect me to take you serious about cam newton at 26 when you were 40 saying i'm not getting off the court i'm sorry i can't i cannot take you serious um the other guy um we have a christmas basketball tournament once again i don't take it serious i have a little fun then i leave i'm you know i've never put a goal of winning the tournament because i think it's stupid it doesn't matter all the money goes to charity and it's just for bragging rights right but these motherfuckers do take it serious right Right. so one of the dudes lost to a team with a guy on it that he doesn't like and when the guy when the guy beat him he tried to squash the beef by going up and saying hey man good game lance thanks and he refused to shake his hand wouldn't speak to him told him get away from you cussed at him and left that was what is this this february Mm -hmm. that was two months ago karen yeah people people forget their 60 days right 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 And, and, and 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 i guess and i guess my thing with this is hold hold up these are black men i just want people to understand these are black men right they're not that it's not even just race Mm -mm. it's hypocrisy right people and and i'll I'll, i'm going somewhere with this but go ahead and say what you want to say no you go ahead go ahead 
okay well it's hypocrisy i know these niggas for a fact and i brought it up to them like i've seen y'all do much worse like y'all y'all like y'all like you're you guys don't aren't even and it's like well it's different he's a professional i said no it's not different sportsmanship is sportsmanship if you can't do it at the ymca then maybe somebody's not gonna do it at the super bowl you know not to mention he didn't threaten to kill nobody he didn't cuss at the players and tell them get off the field like you guys did way worse shit he just didn't he just didn't want to do that press conference and left early when the other guy was talking okay and there's video of this and everything right so then another dude like i said and these guys were being kind of you know really sanctimonious about it right and people were arguing with them and stuff but i know them um and one person was calling like one of them an idiot and she was like hey 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 i know these people can you stop like this is my personal page uh, yeah like i need y'all to, to to relax a bit right like even in their even in their anger i still have empathy for them and i still understand in my opinion what i really believe is a problem and there was another guy that was getting into it with aaron on black astronauts podcast and okay aaron basically like the guy said his opinion which is that cam should have stayed with the press conference and he laid it right down okay cool Aaron said, hey man, I don't understand the people that are saying, well, he was dabbing on them, so he can't, well, why ain't he doing that when they lose, you know? Cause he was like, you know, he's sad. He lost. Like, what, it wouldn't even fucking make sense to be enthusiastic about the loss. He's taking it to heart, just like everybody else that takes a big loss, right? And the guy kind of, re- he responded to Aaron and all this stuff when Aaron wasn't responding to him. So, and said well if you like richard sherman do you you probably want them people like richard sherman and now you're saying this and i said well you don't know aaron right you don't know nothing about him you don't know that aaron said that or not you know not to mention that that's not necessarily correlated like right saying richard sherman is not a thug for talking shit after that that uh football game isn't the same as saying it's okay to talk shit after a football game or saying that uh it's good sportsmanship it's not the same but you know whatever so the guy direct messages me because i was like that's very rude man and you know don't do it on my page really right like i don't mind people disagreeing but you don't have to be rude he gave his opinion you gave your opinion it really that should have been the end of it like you're not gonna get everybody to agree on this Mm-mm. so the guy direct messages me and was like I'll, I'll disagree with me i was being rude and i told him like this is how you're being rude he's like you know what my bad he apologized right but then we got into this other conversation that I think is at the core of a lot of the shit with a lot of black men who are like upset with Cam Newton. And I think for a lot of them, you know, they work in environments, you live in environments where white supremacy is abounds, right? Mm-hmm. This is just something we have to deal with. All of us deal with it. I even made the joke that, you know, white people can't come to work tomorrow if we win, you know, <laughs> like if black people win, everybody got called out, you know? Um, because people always want to vent we always want that cathartic release we believe that there's these milestones that will be achieved and then there will be irrefutable proof of our humanity and our equality that's not cam newton's job Mm -mm. and it's not your job and it's not my job it's nobody's job to fix racism but people that benefit from and navigate those systems right that's it no matter what cam newton did yesterday win or lose 
the people that don't like him would have found something wrong with him there was like that's not the goal or purpose of any of this the only thing i root for for black people is to be our truest most authentic best black ass selves that's it i don't have like when i get on this mic like he was he was like you know i listen to y'all's podcast and elon's podcast and y'all are trying to do so much to work i was like no 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 i'm not doing anything to try to fix white supremacy i'm having my happiness on this mic doing the what i feel is my calling to the best of my ability that's it that's all the responsibility i'm taking on there's no respectability here there's no uh as a black person i i have to work twice as hard to get half as much there's none of that here only thing that i'm about here and i hope we can all get there is being the best truest rod i can be that's it like if you're waiting for the right quarterback to win the super bowl because you think your white co-workers or white supremacy in general will recognize that person and then go by extension black people you now have this equal humanity this empathy i understand now what you guys go through that shit ain't happening it doesn't matter if you're excellent or not it doesn't matter if you're president obama or if you're bobby schmurder who's been in jail 418 days it doesn't matter it's all the fucking like at the end of the day white supremacy and racism justifies itself the same way that oprah doesn't erase sexism right (laughs) the same way um (laughs) the the same way that um if uh, michael sam would have made it people wouldn't have been like oh well yeah gay athletes obviously everybody's equal it's not a problem in the locker room anymore people still would have had a problem with it because you're one of you want to solve something institutional from an individual achievement platform for one person in the marginalized category it's impossible that's not how you fix any of this shit so i know a lot of people wanted to have that moment and i think a lot of black men feel somewhat let down by cam newton and they're kind of upset because like i said it's a hypocrisy thing where many of these black men are not examples of the things that they would like him to uphold in the first place you know i saw um deon sanders had a problem with cam newton mm-hmm. prime time pour a bucket of water on a on a on a journalist and tell him to cool down prime time a guy we call primetime primetime had a problem with cam newton's histrionics on the field or his attitude uh during a loss that like it's it's at this point it's just hyperbole it's just rhetoric and it's just funny to me you know what i mean because it's not that fucking serious like i think the thing that people want to hear is well let me admonish him because he didn't do things the right way but everything about him including his dabbing including this not giving a fuck about this press conference thing is 100 percent authentic to who he is right i remember i played a quote on on balls deep and it's when people um got excited because he said well people never seen anything like me before i'm a black quarterback and people were like that's the only part people heard was black quarterback but i kept listening and i played the whole clip on um 
balls deep and one of the things he said was i didn't change teddy ginn didn't change none of like this is the same teddy ginn on our team this is the same cam newton the only thing that changes we're winning that's it because people were trying to write these narratives of he's matured he's he's become a different person you know and i remember people being like well he soaks when he loses well you know how he fixed that he stopped losing right it was like he didn't become a new person we've tried to ascribe all these heroic ideals onto him that we describe as heroic that he seems to not give a fuck about and to me that's why i love that dude mm-hmm. it was like to me it's never just been about like oh he's acting the right way i like him because he acts the fucking authentic real way and if you don't like it then it's on you yep like he like i love that he smiles when he's frustrated you know what i mean i love that, that dude um plays plays football the way he wants to i love that when he when the guy asked him the question about well, he's, well what about being a black quarterback and you know scrambling from the pocket and you know and not being able to play from the pocket he's like that's not that that that's been broken i like that's a stereotype that's been broken that's not on me that's on you like you gotta you gotta figure out why you still believe that bullshit but we all know it's not true so <laughs> what you want me to say you know like i like that shit about him so um he's young team is young i think they'll be fine they'll be back you got to get lucky of course to make it to the super bowl um and hopefully they get lucky again you know like some things break the right way and people stay healthy and all that stuff but uh like i said i feel encouraged uh off of it but one thing i just never believed in and i'm almost surprised to see especially black people still buying into that but cam newton winning the super bowl wasn't gonna stop solve racism guys no and your co-workers that don't like him we're gonna find another way to not like him win or lose like maybe you would have felt better because you would have been able to say well he won so i don't care that you don't like him hey man you don't need him to win to feel that way you get to call into work and be like i don't give a fuck what you think about that dude period we don't do that with white people we just don't if Peyton Manning would have lost man people would have still held him as one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time with three Super Bowl losses it just would have been what it is people look at Dan Marino people still act like he is golden mm-hmm. never won a Super Bowl don't matter yeah it's fine like it, like at some point you got to take the extra pressure off of blackness because it also puts this limitation on blackness and it's just whack and black people we shouldn't we shouldn't participate in that because we know it's a rigged game you know so when i saw black men getting angry that's what i looked at and i'm not even mad at those people i'm empathetic to those people because i feel like especially the older school ones they we were taught this paradigm of like work a certain way achieve a certain level and suddenly racism will stop and people will understand mm-hmm. that you are equal and that everything's fucked up you know and, and that it's not your fault and no that's 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 bullshit that it'll never happen <laughs> so you know maybe i'm just being cynical or pessimistic or whatever but i feel like i'm being realistic and that's what gives me the freedom to go find my own happiness is that i don't believe there's a day coming where the fucking white supremacy recognizes this uh, magical moment of humanity and shit because we won the super bowl or because uh, the president is black 
or um you know whatever like it's just not gonna happen so i'm fine with that they're gonna kill us in the streets whether cam wins or not so to put all that extra pressure on us on a uh, on a game is is patently ridiculous to me you know like sports is fun because it's it doesn't matter that's why sports is fun to me uh so i just don't take it that serious anyway um but yeah it was a good conversation man i feel like me and that guy came away with an understanding i hope um and he said he listened to the show and everything i was like you know let's you know let's have a sportsmanship on facebook that y'all guys want out of camera at that press conference because a lot of people were being very weird towards other people who just didn't have a problem with cam and it's like where's your sportsmanship you know don't try to talk shit now you know especially to me i don't know why anybody would ever talk sports shit to me i am 100 percent out of everybody else's mentions and shit when sports is going on like if you don't like my team i don't talk to you about it right if you have a if you're rooting for somebody i don't tell you why i don't like that person nope i've been doing this shit for years at this point anybody that says different is lying i know it's so or they're my friend and my me and my friends fuck with each other like that but very rarely never via social media really normally when me and my friends talk shit it's either in person or on the phone or something i just don't operate that way i don't know y'all to be arguing with y'all over sports like that and i also don't care that much you know what i mean so i don't want to have a big ass argument about some shit i don't care about you know because i because i do care about someone being disrespectful or being a jerk towards me and i will get you up out of my face for that but in general if you're a saints fan i'm not gonna come into your mentions talking about oh i fucking hate the saints you know what i mean like i hate that shit like why i can just keep it to myself right and people do that all the time it's one of those things but nigga i didn't ask you that why are you over here don't please don't bother me yeah anyway good luck with that man i hope y'all beat white supremacy um but uh <laughs> it won't be this year if you're yeah. waiting on the super bowl no no it's 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 <laughs> not it's not gonna happen <laughs> oh man um but anyway um speaking of white supremacy being upset uh they were mad at beyonce mm-hmm. uh for her quote-unquote anti-police super bowl halftime show and there's not one word in her song that says this nope and honestly it's not one piece of the video that even states that you want to know what's so funny karen you know what what counts as anti-police in her video saying stop shooting us right let that sink in for a second beyonce is anti-police because she wants police officers to stop shooting black people well how how is that anti-anything to say stop shooting us your job is not to shoot us that's not your job Mm -hmm. that's not your right you know but but the problem is what she's saying really hits at the underlying principle of police enforcement in this country Mm -hmm. which is that it's a the byproduct of police enforcement if not the driving factor 
is this idea that you can take the lives of black folks yeah cutting us is just the cost of doing business yeah killing brown people is the cost of doing business and if you say something about that then obviously you hate the police and that's not true even as a black person if you say hey stop shooting us and you know why they are so mad at beyonce because they tried to grant her the exceptional negro status right it's hey you're entertaining to us white people especially white men have this thing where you're one of the five black women they can say is attractive right and it doesn't count against them you know it's their hey i like a black chick beyonce uh and beyonce took that shit and smushed it in their motherfucking face and said i'm I'm black as shit i got hot sauce in my bag swag you know like i'm you know like all this money is not gonna stop me from being black it's not gonna stop me from caring about black people and black shit and the things that are happening to us right it's not gonna stop me from watching the same television that everybody else is watching watching these same news stories watching this shit and feeling my heart being broke over it right giving my money to these causes you know talking about it in my music you're not gonna stop me you know i feel like it's just another part of her evolution Mm -hmm. whether it be the calculated um capitalist version of it where people just like she's just riding the wave or whether it's just her growing up and going more to herself becoming more and more of a confident person and more of an individual because you know a lot of people wouldn't have paid their music as necessarily feminist uh even though i feel like there was definitely feminist undertones for a long time but until she actually said it herself right and then it was like oh well okay well now you've grown into that this is your beyonce feminism you know this is your you standing on it and you know she took all kinds of slings and arrows for that and people that don't like her and all this stupid shit but the point being she grew into that and i think you do have to grow into those roles because part of growing means you have to grow into the criticism that's going to come with those things Mm -hmm. and i bet you a lot of the backlash from white women over her version of feminism and the things that she believes in um definitely led her to this point where she's embracing like black feminism on top of that you know where it's like okay yep well y'all really ain't gonna like this shit you know what I mean? like, like y'all ain't like that shit okay <laughs> let's let's go a step further you know yeah because also people better realize beyond people act like beyonce especially in the industry that she's in does not have to do with racism right and she acts like uh before she became quote unquote beyonce that she didn't have to deal with anything and she probably even though she's beyonce there's certain things that she probably still has to deal with when it comes to racism but she's at a place of power where she go oh you got to go mm-hmm. like like she'll put you out for being racist and just get you out the way and it's just one of those things where, where money buys a lot of shit so it could be people around you that even if they are like that they'll never say it to her face because they're like i don't want to lose my job because she's paying me yeah i'm sure stacy dash hated it hated her performance um woman on her facebook page says the wife of a police officer i'm offended by this entire video why because the police put their hands up at the little black kid danced in front of them right that pissed you off police car drowning in the in the flood waters of uh of new orleans that pissed you off what what's, what pissed you off about it what, what did she say that was so fucked up uh because what i heard was a lot of black women power 
a lot you know what i mean what i heard was a lot of blackness that you probably don't understand and how dare something be made not for you and and that's what a lot of the anger is how dare you make something you black negro that mm-hmm. it's not centered around me they they treat entertainers the same way they treat football players just get out there and fucking dance and tap dance and sing about neutral shit we don't give a fuck about your opinion don't be making these social statements when other people are allowed to make social statements all the time Rudy Giuliani went on Monday's Fox and Friends to trash uh, Beyonce. At the end, we find out Beyonce dressed up in a tribute to the Black Panthers, went to a Malcolm X formation, and the songs, the lyrics, which I couldn't make out a syllable, were basically telling Cost to stop shooting blacks. Because you didn't fucking listen. Right. You couldn't even make out a syllable? Uh, that was what Fox host Brian Kilmeade said. So, yeah, they mad, and that shit just make me happy. Fuck them. Keep making your black ass art, Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Yeah, keep making your art because as much as they complain, you know what? Your concert's going to be goddamn sold out. Mm-hmm. Um, They're going to be paying you mad. Yep. Speaking of which, uh, contracts that are between um, the, uh, like, I think it's like the police unions um, and the cities and whatnot, um are written to ensure that police officers uh and their con misconduct records are kept hidden by design of course of course because they know that shit came out public people would demand they goddamn do better and on top of that not only i think this white people would demand that they do better and that's what you don't want because the thing about white supremacy is that you want white people to be as blind and as ignorant because when they're blind and ignorant they think the status quo is okay but once you start opening their eyes and realize that they children can be shot and just like our children can be shot no charges pressed against them you don't have any rights they pay you off they treat white people just like they treat black people but 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 well white people won't care until they think it can happen to them that's right that's not necessary them knowing about this doesn't mean anything unless they find out in here that it's happening to their kids as well right but but white children do die but like i say it's one of the things but not enough for them to care that's that's not that's kind of why the police are allowed to do what they want to do that's percentage true. wise that's true. but yeah percentage wise percentage yeah. wise is just not enough yeah not enough for them to care because one of those things where, hey this can't directly affect me and mine so i don't care yeah they when like when they're killing more people than you know dying in in the iraq war and shit then then they'll give a fuck you know correct other deals uh contain provisions focused on blocking public access to records that were preserved a 2006 to 2008 contract from burlington township new jersey for example required the police department's investigation commandment i mean commander to keep formal complaints and internal investigation documents in a locked file barring access to all except the department investigations commander commander and chief law enforcement officer similarly in ralston nebraska from 2009 to 2012 the fop fraternal order of police contract created police officers bill of rights which said unless agreed to by the officer the city shall not divulge the reason for any disciplinary action that is not appealed to the to the civil service commission the city was also bound to make every reasonable effort to prevent a photograph of the officer from being released to the public or news media this all means that even if an officer were investigated by his own department for beating people up or being a little too trigger happy the press would not be allowed access to the records implicating him 
worse yet in some states like new york the destruction or sealing of records by police departments is kind of a moot point even if a department's contract did not order the records to be destroyed and it decided to make them available a notorious exemption in our state's freedom of information law would legally bar them from doing so so yep police contracts mean they can just kill people Mm. the job means you can't that part of it is they get to cover it up right that's how people can go from department to department to department to department then finally kill somebody and be like hey you've been doing this shit for 45 years which is weird which is so weird right because whenever you talk about police people always say well not all cops are bad cops to which i'm like that's not actually a retort to the problem that people have with policing right the problem the question should be why is any level of bad cops allowed or seen as acceptable there should be zero tolerance policy on bad police officers right if we're gonna have that type of because whenever somebody does get shot we run straight to a zero tolerance policy on their life so if i get shot by police i can't smoke weed i could have never had a prior criminal record i could have never had anything sketchy happen in the past i should have never been a juvenile yeah like i need to have every fucking thing in a row for me to be you know i can't even have a facebook picture throwing my middle finger up right you know i can't do any of that shit or else i deserve to be killed we do not do this with police officers a police officer can have many prior situations that are questionable he can have a questionable hiring history he could have been rejected from another police department but put onto the force in cleveland right and we still like that none of that is enough for people to go maybe this guy overstepped his bounds and needs to go to jail none of it none of that's enough it's never should be an officer none of none of that's enough you know it's always some some reason that that's not enough so yeah i you know it's just it's just interesting that we have such a a lax way of looking at those things um well let's see uh oh here's a guy who thinks that uh by every measurable metric um men have it worse than women yep yeah thought he should go on tv and relay this point a hundred. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, I don't know about you, but if you're going to start drafting women, what's next? Letting them vote? <laughs> Interesting. That's a joke, people. All right. Um, strong feelings of this. Uh... Uh, yeah, I think they should uh, register for the draft. Mm-hmm. I think they should get paid equally. Mm-hmm. And I think they should pick up the bill. <laughs> yeah. What's that black comedian Kyle? I, I know that dude. That dude, Kyle Grooms, goes on Fox News now? Man, being a comedian trying to get a check got to suck. I know that he don't like that. Equality. Equality. Oh, that yeah. makes so in- Open my door. Yeah. Uh, what else? It's, you know, yeah. things I do. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I'm tired of it, Gavin. Something tells me you're not for this. You're all for it. Oh, really? They should have to do all- They want equality for everything fun. They want to be equal in movies what? and yes character i want to be equal in movies and, and desserts and please how about your equal in sanitation how about you have to go down into the sewers and remove rat kings mm-hmm. from blocked pipes how about you go women to do do those type of jobs okay women don't do those they, they do only men do those jobs here i saw the paperwork 
I have a thought experiment here. Okay. Imagine if you, okay, if you don't think, yeah, thank you, Gavin, for getting ready for this. If you don't think biology matters, what if this were reverse, that for the last couple of thousand years, only women fought the wars, and then suddenly in the 21st century we go, you know what? We should let men get involved in the wars, and, the, and it's a gender with 50% more muscle mass and a ton more testosterone. So all of a sudden, women are like, whoa, this is weird. This is exactly what's happening in the MMA. If a fighter, a matter, has a sex change and fights, the female fighters are like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this because it's unfair. Now they're talking about maybe we have to adjust the hormone levels. So the woman... I'm, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I feel like his logic is what does that got to do with stretching it? at best. Right. What does that have to do with what the fuck brought up at the beginning of this article? Yeah. Not to mention, um, like war and the military are not necessarily the same thing, and the roles of uh, uh, that different uh, military people hold are not necessarily the same thing. Right. And they're not all physical because there are men that's in the army that don't do anything physical as far as go out there and fight. Yeah, technically women have better um, hand-eye coordination than men. Um, yeah, they do. It's actually a proven fact, but we don't go. Well, then let, they should be able to uh, fly all the fights because men want to do that shit. So you know what I mean? Like, let's not act like all everybody's just doing what their natural abilities lead them to do. Like. Nah, it's more than that. There's some preference in there. There's some sexism in there, obviously. So women and men can fight equally. So that's an interesting way to look at it that perhaps makes no sense whatsoever. Well, in, in your experiment, if we're going to do that, we'll have to talk to President Hitler. Because if women were soldiers for the past hundred years, we would have lost World War II. We probably like wouldn't Goldie have been embroiled in half as many wars, which is another good Ooh. point. Women are not naturally war makers as That's are untrue. many men. What about pagan days? What are you doing with sacrificing no, 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 babies and virgins? Here, but you know, you're you're a horrible with tactic. Yo, that's so weird. That dude wants it both ways. Because he wants to be like, women are warmonger, evil. But then they also would have lost all the wars to Hitler. Which, by the way... um, completely goes against the original thought experiment was women would be fighting for germany as well right like women would be the ones fighting the wars on both sides so why would you say they would have lost to germany but somehow men would have won against other men i don't get it but just because women are That's drafted also doesn't yeah. necessarily mean they're going to the front lines in mm -hmm. combat as you know as joe pointed out many there's millions of different roles they can serve in the military it doesn't mean they have to be concerts but then men could be cheerleaders too right <laughs> Yeah, I suppose. You need someone at the bottom of the pyramid. <laughs> exactly. So. They need those guys at the bottom. I don't even know what that means. I think it's great. I think that, you know what it is? It, it, it's like you said, uh, feminists want total equality. This is total equality. Yeah. Equality sucks. By every metric, men have it worse off. We're more likely to get raped if you include prison. We're more likely to be assaulted. We're more likely to die. We're more likely to commit suicide. And so you're if not you want to come over to our side, <laughs> then get ready for some rough times. I will dispute the, the rape part, but I will say that <laughs> industrial accidents, true. People who build bridges generally are men, and they often fall off them. I get that. You know, that happens. And yeah, I just can't believe this is on TV. Like they clearly didn't prep for anything. They don't need facts for any of this. Oh, they who needs that? none of these people are experts. <laughs> it's just 
it's just four people on the couch and one dude behind a desk just talking right and yeah, they, that's they, it they just this and this is what you get when you have to have when you have to have 24 hour news you run out of shit to talk about yeah so. sorry 24 that's a very long period of time to try to have news yeah so um and then also his facts were just not correct nah they just talking get making shit up yeah so more men are raped in prison because the u.s inmate population is overwhelmingly male but women are more likely to be sexually assaulted by both prison staff and other inmates than men so even the in prison part is wrong yep let you know come on over to our side karen it's tough Mm -hmm. speaking of uh women and men the best way to get a second date is by having sushi and cocktails guys according to a new study sharing sushi and cocktails on your first date increases the likelihood of a second date matches sixth annual singles in america study used data surveyed from 5,504 u.s singles between the ages of 18 and 70 revealing that the post of the to reveal the post of the single psyche according to dr helen fisher um according to the study a good bet to land a coveted second date is having a first one at a sushi restaurant a meal of sushi increases the chances of a second date by 107 percent damn that's a lot yeah because people a lot of well some people don't like sushi but a lot of people really 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 love and enjoy uh sushi i just wonder if it's like a class thing it like is people tr- that can afford sushi maybe can. they go on they can go on second dates more often they afford right, people, or they have a better time people, that's right people that can afford sushi because when it comes to uh sushi a lot of people haven't won't eat it for various type of reasons then you have a lot of people that you know you take them to a sushi restaurant they don't know what's what's happening yeah they'd be like what the fuck is this why are we at a sushi restaurant why didn't you take me to red lobster uh i don't know uh, a lot of you know a lot of if, uh, maybe if they're willing to put raw meat in their mouth you know maybe they are more risky yeah and, and sushi is expensive because depending on where you going and, and what joint you know one roll could be twenty dollars yeah, that's what i said that's why i said it could be a class thing yeah could this be that sushi costs more and people that spend more on dates probably are more likely to get second dates uh if you add mixed alcohol uh, into the into the date it also boosts the sec- chances of a second date ordering cocktails on the first date increases the odds of a second date by 137 percent drinking beer or wine won't have the same a- impact so it's gotta be cocktails you know like mixed drinks like oh this. yeah mojitos and yeah vodka okay. cranberries and crown and coke and shit okay. the study also found that singles who use lol and haha over text increase their odds of a match laughing over text increase the odds of a second date by 255 percent and the chances of sex with a date by 39 percent well obviously people that find each other funny uh you know probably fuck more oh yeah you know the more uptight less humorous people probably not giving it up too quick nope. uh whatever singles do they shouldn't skip food and drinks on the first date those that do are 107 percent less likely to land a second date so you gotta feed them oh so you're right well let's go on a date and you don't pay for nothing no neither party pays for anything yeah you don't have food or drinks maybe you just i don't know 
meet at a coffee shop i don't know what you do right i mean i mean i mean we can go dutch i'm, I'm cool with that but just like nothing no we're gonna have a problem i need something to eat uh meek mill will get no jail time for his uh probation violation but bobby can't get out of jail good news for meek mill he won't be forced to go to jail despite violating his probation the philly judge is giving meek six to 12 months in county jail which he is allowed to serve on house arrest he will have to do a minimum of 90 days but the bad news is that he will not be able to do his regular job that's right y'all the days the judge will not allow meek to rap perform or even release mixtapes he can only do charitable work for the community after 90 days it is up to the judge to determine how much longer he will remain on house arrest meek will turn himself in march 1st where he will be issued his ankle monitor oh me boy me gonna get out there he gonna be yelling at everybody mm-hmm. uh i got this news from ballalert.com so there's one comment and the comments from hating ass terrell jones ah <laughs> oh, i think he thinks he's thinking about he got six more years of probation though he'll never make it <laughs> I personally hope he goes to jail because what a bitch move with Drake. I actually stopped listening to Meek after he did that shit because I realized he says the same shit over and over. Like, I got a bad bitch. I got an Audemars and anything that rhymes with Rolly. Fuck Meek. And I hope he lock his, I hope they lock his ass up for good. <laughs> oh, did he say he don't listen because he yells at you on every album? feel like hating ass terrell jones yells at you on every status he posts ah, um let's talk about some politics bill clinton um and bernie sanders are on the same page y'all oh shit what happened that's right bernie sanders condemns his bernie bros follower contingent as disgusting too little too late Yep, but I'm glad he said something. Me too, me too. But, but. I mean, obviously he did it because they finally started harassing white women. Right. Let's be honest. They've been harassing niggas for over six months. And nobody gave zero fucks. Yeah. I know because I'm one of them niggas. Uh, there. <laughs> um, yeah, he said, we don't want that crap um, during hey, the interview. Look, we don't want that crap. We can't, you know, and, and we will do everything we can, right, because we have choice. Look, you know, that, that anybody who is supporting me is doing sexist things is we don't want them i don't want them uh that is not what this campaign is about yeah i should have said this six months ago yeah i'm glad he said something no i am it needed to be said it's been a while um but better late than never in my opinion um because they they have been a problem for this campaign Mm -hmm. and they continue to be a problem for this campaign and not disavowing them is also a problem for this campaign and i know it's a tough thing to do in a close race where you don't want to give up any votes you would much rather just have those votes and try not to try to ignore it but when you have people like the young turks out here excusing this shit and pretending it's not happening when you have many of his followers and fans on twitter pretending that black people and women are making this shit up come on now when the campaign recognizes it and it comes out of the mouth of the candidate that shit does make a difference to me you know not enough for me to be like no it's time to go vote for bernie but it does make a difference because that's personal responsibility and you need to have some of that too often people just look at these things as like byproducts of just politics and it's not like these people need to get the fuck out of here uh and i'm glad he said something 
I am too. I am too. Like I said, this is something I feel like he should have did a while ago. It's something that he should address a while ago because there are a lot of votes that he's lost forever. Uh, I think he feels like the race is too close for him to have these people run off the the, the masses. Because this is actually probably, even though people feel like it's a lot, out of all his follow people, it's probably a really small percent, but they're so goddamn aggressive that nobody wants to be bothered. Well, he could have made headway in the black vote months ago. Right. If it hadn't been for this shit. You know, the overprotective Bernie stands who harass every black person every woman everybody who says something about him that they don't like they would have made it uh they would definitely made headway in that contingent of people mm-hmm. without those supporters fucking it up oh yeah oh yeah if definitely. the campaign was the only voice speaking about these things so much shit that happens from them would be recognized as uh them learning lessons and moving on as opposed to well, can I say you learned a lesson when your fans are all up in my mentions telling me uh, all kinds of bullshit and harassing me? No. Right. Well, Bill Clinton also brought it up. He decided to start attacking Bernie Sanders um, since that worked so well when he did it against Barack Obama. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> eight years ago. Um which is just not not a good idea um but yeah he mocked bernie sanders desire for revolution and accused sanders supporters of i hope you're sitting down sexism <laughs> says the man who had the biggest fucking scandal ever as president because a woman sucked your dick in office dog word like, like real talk man it's how do you it's like the boltons versus the lannisters like yes! I, like that's what that's why i'm so shocked that bernie sanders fans keep getting so fucking upset about shit nobody wants to vote for either of these motherfuckers Mm-mm. no black person no, nobody is care. like you're turning people into passionate supporters by being dicks and it's not for supporters of your shit it's for supporters of the other people because they don't like you right if you just shut the fuck up the clintons will do all the work for you they'll make people remember like wait didn't y'all say some fucked up shit about obama and how you talking about sexism when nigga ain't you sexist like right they can't remember that when they two people swatting at your fans right the the other thing though is if i did go on twitter and say this about hillary clinton guess what i'm not gonna have 37 people in my mentions like why right for four days yeah they don't care like okay yeah she did the shit i'm still voting for per the new york times clinton portrayed sanders as hypocritical hermetically sealed and dishonest in a speech to hillary supporters where you're making a revolution when you're making a revolution you can't be too careful with the facts he said then he fully embraced the bernie bro narrative mr clinton most point most pointed remarks may have been when he took aim at sanders supporters who he said used misogynistic language and attacks attacking miss clinton he told the story of a female progressive blogger who defended mrs clinton online through a pseudonym because he said the vitriol from mrs mr sanders backers was so unrelenting she and other people who gave who have gone online to defend hillary to explain why they support her have been subject to vicious trolling and attacks that are literally too profane often not to mention sexist to repeat mr clinton growing more demonstrative added that 
the liberal journalist joan walsh had faced what he called unbelievable personal attacks for writing positively about miss clinton now that's not saying anything he said was a lie but to put calling the kettle black y'all might want to fly in somebody to say that yeah, not bill no this needs to come from somebody else's mouth yeah in 2008 he called barack obama's campaign the biggest fairy tale i've ever seen <laughs> fairy tale they well on to win too didn't they yep <laughs> so um but yeah he might want to chill out just be just, just like you know like they treat women just be quiet and be a good first man yeah yeah uh bernie sanders fans have been banned from a certain dating app uh tinder because they oh. try to campaign on t- I, ain't tinder when people look for dates and it's not where anybody wants to feel the burn not no 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 tinder you, is for fucking okay that's what i thought like hashtag feel the burn no thank you i don't want no burn because because if i'm burning you burn that means that we need to go to the doctor and get some shots and some pills right feel the genital warts no uh yeah two women were kicked off the dating app after sending too many pro sanders campaign messages to prospective matches did they think this was okay i don't know are they gonna give you the pussy and then you promise to vote like what is the diff <laughs> what is the rule <laughs> you know what i mean like what what is their purpose of being there <laughs> hey feel the burn vote for bernie oh uh, did it hit what? him like spam i know people's like i came here for dick but what yeah uh robin gedrich 23 from new jersey told router she sent messages to 60 people a day for the past two weeks asking them to text a pro sanders number that will provide them with a volunteer link and send them campaign updates shit six people a day for two weeks kelly lent 22 from iowa even bought a premium membership of tinder so she could change her location in new hampshire after the iowa caucus both now say that tinder accounts have been locked after people reported them for their use of the app right because you're not using it right what the hell is wrong with these people what really i come on here for sexual favors not to feel the burn uh gloria steinem who i believe is in the camp for hillary clinton went on a racist bill maher show um to uh discuss feeling the burn um she said women feel the burn because they're boy crazy what yep noted feminist Gloria Steinem said young women out here voting for Bernie because they just trying to get some dick, guys. From that old ass, frumpy looking man with that coat that don't quite ever fit right, that man? Well, it's not that simple, Karen. Um, She says that when you're young, you're thinking, where are the boys? The boys are with Bernie. What? Are you, and you're assuming all these women are straight then? no trans no bi women let's just assume they're all straight okay what she's assuming is that all of them are voting with their pussies because they want to go fuck some dudes that happen to be in the bernie sanders that's what she's assuming that's way more demeaning than even just assuming they're straight or whatever that's like you're literally saying women are too stupid to vote on issues um they're voting for bernie sanders because they want to hang out with boys and that's the only reason 
he's not an attractive candidate at all for women and women obviously can't think for themselves which ain't too far from what a lot of fucking men think uh that they hate feminist so it's like when when it's not convenient for you women act contrary to how you would like for them to act and they're just those are dumb women chasing their pussies trying to get some dick right they ain't got enough intelligence that's to, extreme to yeah extremely disrespectful yeah it is yeah it is yeah it is and if i was somebody to support her i would be livid because you mean to tell me i don't have the intelligence to make my own decision not only with my boat but with my goddamn body yeah like like you said it's heteronormative and all that shit but right. i think just the idea that women just out here trying to get some dick and that's all they're thinking about uh and then later in the interview stodham also joins bill maher for uh one of her old supposedly disavowed pastimes transphobia Mar says the woman of the year caitlin jenner has a dick stodham says in the highest earning female in the corporate world martine rothblatt too was a male previously and Mar says there are no rules anymore so she might as well have got that in there too good for you gloria steinem i'm telling y'all i'm i'm not writing anybody in for president i'm just putting fucking all my local offices and leaving it at that i'm writing michelle obama Mm-hmm. see she what michelle trying to do yep so michelle make it do what it do um cannabis tampons actually exist and they'll cure your cramps and pains hmm. a new innovation in the medical mar- uh medical cannabis uh industry may have found an all-natural highly effective way for women to treat menstrual cramps and pains that shit real because some women they can't function like i know dudes don't have to deal with cramps but cramps ain't no motherfucking yoke oh i know i've had cramps before it'll put your ass out of commission i've had charlie horses and cramps in my leg and let me tell you something Mm -mm. right but but i can't even imagine those in my penis right and and not only is you cramping after your cramp you gotta deal with you gotta deal with bleeding for 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 three to seven days Mm mm-hmm well, I say smoke them if you got them. Nah, uh, clear. Most women can agree periods are annoying and painful. One company wants to turn painful periods into chill periods using marijuana, a drug known for medicinal as well as recreational uses. The weed capsule has been dubbed Foria Relief by the company Foria, which also launched a popular marijuana-infused sexual lubricant. The capsule is a small cocoa butter-based insert that is being marketed as a pain reliever for women's menstrual cramps. The tampon-sized vaginal suppository is blended with a 6 to 1 ratio of THC, oil concentrate, and CBD isolate, respectively. THC works by targeting the nerves to block out pain, while CBD acts as an anti-inflammatory and as an antispasmodic by treating muscle spasms that occur from menstruation and ovulation. I like that. Mm-hmm. I think it's a great idea. Me too. No, nah, I, I think more people need to to look into it because it's natural. Yeah, normally you're against this kind of stuff. You, you're pretty anti anything to the period. <laughs> I'm for this. Yeah, it'll definitely change the conversation around periods, though. Mm-hmm. Like you know how women get at it. People are like, are you on your period? 
and now it'll be like you come home and your girl's eating cheetos and her eyes look red and you like are you on your period because <laughs> you ain't no everything in the goddamn house i noticed that you don't have an attitude at all are you on your period <laughs> is everything okay <laughs> you must be on your period <laughs> <laughs> you want taco bell at four in the morning you must be on your period girl <laughs> come on let's do it uh all right let's uh get into our game segments i think we've covered all the news that happened um let's see we can start with fucking with black people just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys it's time to play the game that we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game where we go around uh the globe and get articles about black people and assign point scores from zero to 100 and intervals of 25 for how much we feel fucked with as black people today's contestants everybody uh up for first is a oldie but goodie you guys know and love her stacy dash she back in the house for what um she was talking about uh on her blog she was talking about joseph fines being cast to play michael jackson and that she's happy that he got the job the white man playing michael jackson she noted that many of her fellow black commentators were angered by the decision she says but i say bravo i'm sick and tired of being told sorry stacy stacy this is a caucasian only role she said counterintuitively this decision by hollywood which looks like a diss to blacks is actually what we've been saying all along roles should not be based on color what a what a what a beautiful dummy just a dummy just the white people playing black people role has never not been okay no hollywood has never said well we can't make this person of color white (laughs) the shit they'll erase all black cast something that black people made and make it all white if they want to they don't care guys of egypt is nothing but white people and uh (laughs) and then it's brown people in egypt right yeah like chadwick is the only nigga in there but yet somehow stacy dash thinks this means progress white people getting more black roles dash pointed out the example of the musical hamilton which cast black and puerto rican actors in the roles of thomas jefferson and alexander hamilton i don't care about the race of the actors portraying historical figures and i can't wait to see joseph's portrayal of jackson it'll be amazing as long as he plays him truthfully and authentically well he'll just rely on his authentic black experience i'm sure i want to see more this diversity and thinking outside the box with the equality that this designation entails this is the right track she concludes zero to a hundred karen hundred a hundred yeah i think i think i gotta give it a hundred as well um let's see uh how about this one fox news host uh calls black people political dummies yeah because we're never intelligent enough to think on our own unless we vote for your candidate hey man gotta start off black history month right Black history. Oh, they took it down. They took the video down. 
what fox news got embarrassed by something what? i bet you google it or you find this it somewhere um fox news kicked out the start of black history Month by calling some african-americans political dummies uh according to salon let's see I'll, I'll do a quick search to see if we can find it but yeah um what a dumbass thing to say only on fox news right Coding. Also, the start of Black History Month today is February 1st. Yep, welcome to February. For years, African Americans have overwhelmingly supported Democratic candidates for president. Is there a Republican candidate this year that could cut into that support? Here to weigh in is the editor and publisher of the conservative Black Chick blog, Crystal Wright. Blacks oh. have shown a slavish. First of all, oh, that's GOP chick. Could have said that up front. Of course, this coon would say that. <laughs> oh, okay when i heard that name, i was like oh yeah that's GOP, I was like a white person yeah. said this oh no, no, no they no. farmed out the racism to this is the only thing time they believe in farming out shit is let's farm some racism to a black woman she'll say it All right her and stacy dash yeah next up cosby's lawyer support right. for the democrat party for over 50 years and part of me wonders if the republican party should even bother asking for the black vote because black americans seem to like being political dummies there's you know we're the only race that has voted lock stock and barrel for the same party for over 50 years but isn't it funny steve that when a black liberal runs so white people ain't been voting for republicans for all their lives either that don't don't see that don't count because some of them vote democrat so you know it just depends uh, by the way, yeah, some um, black people vote Republicans. So what are we talking about here? Very few, though. But you know why? But yeah, I don't. By the way, there's no value in her saying that, right? Like people keep people when people bring that up. That is more of an argument to for, to me to how little the Republican Party has done for black people. Come Not because if the idea is well, the Democrats barely do anything. Y'all keep giving them your vote yeah the other party does even less i mean mm-hmm. we're not living in a mythical world where there's 17 different parties with agendas for black people there's two major parties and they compete for the black vote and one of them is opted to completely not compete for the black vote right don't and need- they actually gain votes from white people by being anti-black right since that is their platform vis-a-vis they don't get the black vote like it ain't fucking rocket science no it's not but a dummy like this lady would not want black people over there anyway because she only makes money because she's seen as a special snowflake of blackness she don't want a bunch of black people over there thinking like her and talking like her because then she becomes a wash in the sea of blackness and honestly she was pissed just last year on twitter at white people in her own party because when they talked about racism and they wanted someone to say something racist they weren't going to get her and people right. people on twitter were like oh we finally had a breakthrough we got through mm-hmm. crystal realizes that republicans can be racist yeah. she was only calling them racist to do what she's doing today which is right. to go on tv and say black people are political dummies right it's racist when she's not the, the special negro picked yeah she just wants to be the special negro that gets to say this shit a black liberal runs like barack obama they just say okay we'll vote for you we'll be dumb we'll be stupid we're just going to keep voting for you it's the race card steve i can be a black liberal and black voters won't even question my policies isn't that pathetic she's not playing a race card everybody else is her entire job they don't care about her analysis on any subject other than shitting on black people right this only time you come she's yeah she's not exceptional in any way 
she's a one-trick pony and this is all that she has in her bag which is i get to say black people ain't shit and because she's black she's got a monopoly on that quote unquote in her mind with the gop and you know what we will see uh when barack obama got office how many black folks they keep around i'm gonna be really interested because we ain't got no black president so we ain't fucking talking about race so why are you here yeah will fox news feel the need to to call her up no now let somebody get shot um so uh zero to a hundred karen oh she get a hundred all right sounds like a hundred i'm gonna give her i'm only gonna get a 75 because honestly when she showed up i went oh okay like at first i was like these motherfuckers said what and then they were like we're gonna go to crystal right i was like oh yeah that's right the racist chick <laughs> i got it forgot it black chick yeah uh all right guess the race time now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the podcast land where we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we contestants today the chat room to guess the race and the chat room is racist all right all right um here's story number one shooting sparked by dispute over snow shovel leads to arrest of a newark woman city police have arrested a 36 year old city resident in connection to a dispute over a snow shovel that left one man shot in the buttocks ah shot in the butt yes karen in the buttocks uh you know it happens can't get can't get too mad you know when it's snowing and everybody's shoveling you know uh people are gonna be very upset them bullets made it them buttocks hot yeah i actually believe they have uh i believe we might have the audio of her shooting the man in the butt uh if i can get it to play but uh, i think i think we already had her yeah way to play her empty pen i'm leaving you shoot me nigga. don't do it don't do it now i'm leaving you got in the chain I'm gonna get that gun, and then I'm gonna get that money. And you ain't gonna do a damn thing, because you ain't gonna shoot no cop in the back, are you? Don't do it. You know what they give you for that? The gas chamber. You know what the gas chamber smells like? Pine oil. That's where you headed, boy. To pine oil heaven. I'm gonna get that gun, and then I'm gonna get that money. I don't believe you got it in you, Jake. I'm gonna go get it right now. Oh, get it! The next one will kill you. Oh, son of a bitch. You shot me in the ass. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Okay, okay. Okay. I live. Yeah. <laughs> I believe that's exactly how it went down, Karen. Uh <laughs> afterwards he threatened to uh run everybody up to um Pelican Bay uh all right um according to police reports the 38 year old victim told investigative officers he was sho- using a shovel uh he'd found 
that morning to clear the driveway at an elderly neighbor's lindsley avenue home where davis confronted him uh her name was uh oh sakira davis mm-hmm. uh claiming that the shovel belonged to her according to reports the victim returned the shovel to davis but not before words were exchanged the victim told police he was approached by davis and several others while walking back this home a male suspect in the group allegedly shot the victim in the buttocks on orders from davis damn she told she ordered the hit <laughs> like a boss the victim attempted to grab the gun but was allegedly struck in the mouth by a second woman during an ensuing struggle newer police arrested davis several hours after the shooting henderson said she now faces charges of aggravated assault possession of a weapon unlawful possession of a weapon and conspiracy investigation is ongoing with police continuing to search for the remaining suspects guess the race of shakira davis uh uh chat room uh let's see what they believe Sakira davis's race is one of beyonce's backup dancers granny no black (laughs) (laughs) i'll give them a couple more seconds yeah it's a delay yeah uh white woman on black man violence hidden the hidden tragedy black opposite color of snow (laughs) (laughs) well the correct answer is black couple of y'all missed it damn man just shot shot that motherfucking ass i wonder if she said shoot him in the ass or just shoot him you know shoot him shoot him in the ass like that's now that's a that's a boss move right there uh bonus round Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right. Double the points, double the race in the bonus round of Guess the Race. So far, everybody is mostly one for one. Let's see if they can keep the streak going. Uh, Claremont Daycare Director caught on camera abusing a child. Oh, shit. I don't know what's been going on at the daycares this year, but... 2016 chain starting off with the doors are locked on a claremont daycare today and the director of the daycare is locked up in the lake county jail we first showed you yesterday the cell phone video that recorded her throwing a child to the ground channel 9's kimberly eaton has been checking with police to see if any other parents have come forward with concerns for their children and kim so far this appears to be an isolated incident holy cow of this afternoon, Claremont police tell me that there is only one victim, but you can see behind us here the result of that abuse that was caught on camera inside this Claremont daycare. The playground here is empty, and in the eight hours that went outside this building, not a single child or parent has shown up. The woman in charge of protecting kids inside Children's Palace Learning Center is now accused of child abuse. This video shows why. That's the direct Claremont daycare hitting a four-year-old with stuffed animals, then picking him up and throwing him onto the ground. Oh, my God. Oh. I'd kill her. <laughs> she slammed that little motherfucker. Oh, shout out to old girl said she would kill her, though. I noticed that. That's a crime, too. 
As a mom, I'm sorry. Parents like Trisha Ramos reacted not just in front of our cameras, but online. Outraged over the cell phone video we first posted to our WFTV Facebook page less than 24 hours ago. It shows a 41-year-old Kimberly Holy Reed shit. committing the crime that co-workers eventually reported to DCF. They say this kind of abuse went on for three weeks. Police three say Reed trying to defend the behavior as rough play. It's very disturbing to watch a video like that. You know, it almost makes you sick to your stomach to think that somebody um, could do something like that to a four-year-old child. Court records show Reed was already on probation for a 2004 welfare fraud case and a 2012 grand theft case. One of those you, involves stealing from another daycare. As for this daycare, it's closed and will stay that way for now. DCF says the owner plans to give up her license and sell the business. I wouldn't want anybody to bring their kids here now. Wow. And we're told the four-year-old uh -uh. in that video is doing okay. I spoke with his father briefly today, but with that video viewed hundreds of thousands of times on our website alone, he says at this point he just wants to protect his son's privacy. Reporting live in Lake County, wow. Kimberly Eaton, Eyewitness News, this afternoon. So, guess the race of Kimberly Marie Reed. Wow. How I did she get hired? I don't know, and, like, if y'all seen the video, y'all could see why that lady was like, I would kill her, because that baby bounced off the ground like a goddamn um, a rubber ball. Yeah, she slammed that little baby down and hit him with um some stuffed animals like they were belts. Right, three weeks. Uh, EJ Hayes says black. <laughs> Nina says privilege. <laughs> Gronk Spike White. Uh, white still got a business loan with white collar crime white <laughs> bill romanowski's niece white white and blanco the correct answer oh, and white, white uh the correct answer is white <laughs> and i think one person said black did they did somebody say black? I don't know. Let's see. Did somebody say black? I can't remember now. Yes, they did. The very okay. first one. Yeah, so you missed it. Person who said black. Boo you. Oh, man. I'm trying to get a picture to pop up. I'll see if I can do it one more time. There we go. Here's her picture if you guys want to see what she looks like. And now let's go to the sword ratchetness program, uh, part portion of the program. That's why you sit your ass down at the daycare, okay, baby? <laughs> you then I'm paid to, to watch you. Pull my weapons out like I'm Elon James and you contract working on my house. Mm -mm. Police arrest 13 men for vicious samurai sword attack. 13? Woo! It was Jesus and his <laughs> disciples? <laughs> this is Naruto and the clan? What happened? Police arrest 13 Lee men Village? in a series of raids last night after two men were brutally attacked with samurai swords in Batu Cave, Selangor. In the early hours of Thursday morning, the Star Online reported Selangor CID Chief Datuk Mod Adnan Abdullah 
saying the man aged the men aged 21 to 44 were arrested after the two victims were set upon in taman samudra well of course <laughs> we all know <laughs> you can't have your ass out in taman samudra <laughs> with all them swords i think i was right it was a leaf village the ferocity of the attack left both victims seriously wounded one of whom is in critical condition in the intensive care unit at Sela yang hospital we still don't know what the motive of the attack was we also don't didn't find any weapons during the raids mod adnan said adding the suspects would be rep- will be remanded on suspicion of assault with a deadly weapon well there you go guys took 13 people with swords to fight two people 13 dog just because they own swords doesn't mean they fight fair we'll be back tomorrow (laughs) um we'll be back tomorrow guys because we do fight fair uh hope you enjoyed the show Mm -hmm. and hope y'all go enjoy uh, supergirl tonight yes uh remember cam newton lost super bowl but beyonce still won the super bowl and that's what we have to remember and congratulations to the denver defense and Peyton Manning. I've always liked Peyton Manning. Always had a soft spot for that dude. Uh, really hate, think, thought that he didn't get the credit he deserved for being, um, probably the most intelligent quarterback I've ever seen play the position. I give you that, yes. Um, and I always thought that his postseason, uh, failures, quote unquote, were completely overrated um and overhyped and people saying he can't win the big game and shit Uh, a lot of that is just luck and fortune and this is the ultimate example of this this is a super bowl that he pretty much had nothing to do with winning nope but he definitely didn't lose it for his team right and uh, i'm sure he'll take that ring and enjoy finally getting the car to turkey at thanksgiving dinner so uh (laughs) congratulations to the broncos class organization other than John Elway's son beating up that girl, oh. and other than uh, Peyton Manning and the PEDs, yeah, um, we'll, we'll find about that in probably a few more weeks. Class organization and also proof of the fact that a lot of times the team that goes to the Super Bowl is the, and wins it is the team that got there before and lost, and everybody wanted to come back and understand the urgency of playing in that game for a second time. So. All right, guys, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Until then, I love you. I love you, too. Mwah.